yo yo people what's good what's good it's your boy fabs and we're here to bring you yet another episode of layers of life i mean come on i'm back again back in the building i'm back in the building and that um obviously it's a thing where last week i was not here because i just tried to you know i, I need to get myself correct like busy, my body was like I said, you were busy resting <laughs> and recuperating getting yourself back together trust me so i had to get myself together my body was very run down but here we are live in the flesh I'm very upset that i couldn't be here last week for the episode because trust me that episode was fire Fire. So, so, fam, so much, so much. Emma's talking about in that conversation. Trust me, but so much. You know what? Obviously, I couldn't do episode forty-one, but I'm back again doing episode forty-two with Daya. And yeah, that's what's up. Um, what's good, Miles? Well on. Yeah, man, it's been. I've been blessed, man. I, it's. I can't lie. It's been a very, very stressful week. It's been a very stressful week. I can't even lie to you. But um, mind never matter. All it's that. another Sunday. Another time to. Self, give, give myself some self therapy, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So hopefully next week can start off not feeling how this week ended. So, yeah, no, that's yeah, cool, man. That's cool. And I mean, you know what? I'm pretty sure all of us will have a good start to the week as of tomorrow and so forth. We just need to catch up on that sleep since we like, left. I don't know what it is. I'm looking forward to summer. I feel like I feel like there was a bit of sun this week. And yeah, I like, you know what? Yeah, summer's summer's gonna be great. This you is know? it. It's gonna be nice. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. But yeah, summer needs to come through asap, man. I'm not gonna lie. Um, just to obviously let you guys know as well, we do um, have a guest on board as well, so we're not alone. Um, and yes, I'm going to allow um, our guest to introduce himself. So, what's good? What's going on, guys? Thank you for having me on. I got the call up finally. <laughs> <laughs> pleasure to have you, bro. Guys, it's a pleasure. My name's EJ. I'm a financial advisor. My actual name is Emmanuel Jones. I go by my initials because... Believe it or not, in the African community, there are a lot of guys called Emmanuel. So, do you know what I mean? No, so no, okay. Well, well, initials EJ. There we go. That's what's up. And yeah, I mean, it only makes sense that um, there's too much people called Emmanuel. I'm not going to lie to you. I know about five Emmanuels and they're all Ghanaian. Like, <laughs> it's mad. So, I think EJ works. <laughs> it's actually funny. But yeah, man, um, EJ, thank you very much for obviously coming on board and so forth. Um, looking forward to obviously, um, you know, our conversations today and everything like that. And, um, yeah, um, just wanted to obviously kind of speak to you about, you know, what you do, what is it you do and so forth. And yeah, what, what is it that you do that obviously kind of like, you know, helps your community and so forth. So, I mean, you obviously mentioned that you're a financial advisor. Um, how's that been going for you exactly? Yeah, no, so as you mentioned, so um, I am a financial advisor, but I specialize in insurance protection. So what that means is I look after businesses, I look after companies, I look after individuals to help basically in a nutshell, just give them the right insurance packages to meet and tailor to their needs. Because believe it or not, as we've seen with the pandemic, you know, people being paid out as a result of having the right insurances in place. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm, um, yeah. People unfortunately have passed away as a result of COVID. And if they had, you know, the right insurance policies in place, would have received the payout, you know. So for me, it's all about this bringing that awareness to our community and our keep it 100, you know, in, in the black community. We, we are so adopted to certain things. Mm-hmm. And and we've seen the amount of GoFundMe pages in the most recent weeks, months, that I kid you not, at least once a week I see a GoFundMe page. And my thing is, I'm like, you know what, it's, I'm all about people, I'm all about doing it, I have no issue doing that. But I'm like, we had a simple policy, you know, £20, £30, your phone bill, whatever your phone bill is. Some of you pay £100 for your phone bill. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you can have these insurance policies in place that will cover you in the event of, say, sickness or illness, you know. We've seen a lot of things about cancer. You know, a lot of things about prostate cancer and in men, breast cancer in females. And if we had these policies in place, they pay out. And I said, I'm not going too much into it, but obviously, like other things, I don't know, we'll touch upon that soon throughout the conversation. But I just think, guys, we just need to fix up as, as a community and, and just try and do better for our loved ones, you know. Yeah, man, 100%. And you know, it is something like this, I think is very, very important for us to actually know. I don't know what it is. Maybe you guys can correct me on this, but I feel like when it comes to black people and, you know, like, you know, insurance stuff like that, we have no time to kind of be looking into stuff like this. Do you know where I'm coming from? Um, I guess we're probably quite ignorant, like towards it. Um, I guess the only kind of insurance that I know is my insurance for my phone, insurance for my car. You get me? I never actually thought about having to kind of like, you know, take out um you know life insurance mm. um at all um to be fair and it's funny because um i actually did take out life insurance with ej um i'm gonna say I, 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 well basically i can say a few years back because that was a while ago in it like two years ago something like that yeah literally yeah that went quick that went quick 
Um, and it's funny because even when I took it out, I was like, wow, I'm actually a big man now, you know? <laughs> yeah, them things, they make you feel like an adult. I'm telling you, <laughs> all these adult things and everything, like, you know, but um, I'll be honest with you. I think it's something that is that definitely needs to happen um, because you just never know. Yeah, and, and I feel like it kind of stems from um, a lack of knowledge to an extent. And because there's, you, like, there are some Africans who are, you know, fully aware of these things and are aware of ways and to further protect themselves and their family and loved ones. Um, and I feel like it's more so an importance of educating within our community so that they are aware that these things are available because a lot of times they keep it within themselves and within their communities and within their families where, obviously, yeah. I know Caribbeans do it as well, where every month, um, like, um, uh, like a group of people will like be sending money to one person and then yes. they send it. I forgot what it's called. Yeah. It's called a partner. Yeah. yeah. And they'll end up using something like that to cover the costs of funerals and other things that, you know, are far beneath their reach. And then that's how people can get into debts and stuff when, in essence, they could have, you know, been better protected and better insured with the life insurance and stuff like that. And like I said, that's where the education part comes into it. If you don't know better, you can't do better. Like, you cannot. Yeah, exactly that. And I feel like it's good that, you know, now we've obviously got, you know, the right resources and knowledge mm-hmm. um, for the things that we need to know about. Do you get what I mean? So I think it's good that we've um, we've got that now, you know. And trust me, EJ definitely taught me about mm-hmm. about what, what I know now, but I'll tell that from now. Um, yeah. So, EJ, I want to ask you, so getting into this field... So I, I was going to say, getting into this field, um, did you feel like it was your your duty to educate your family and everyone around you to be aware of getting involved and getting, getting included into life insurance? Brilliant question. Do you know what? And this is how I see it. How, if I can't educate my family and my loved ones about insurance, how can I go out there and talk to the masses about it? Do you mm. see what I mean? For me, I'll see it as someone that I'm a bit of a, what's the word? A bit of a fraud in this yeah. angle. Do you know what I mean? Because I can't tell my loved ones, this is unique. And to be fair, once I became a qualified insurance advisor, I sat down with my family and thought, guys, I'm not being funny. Look, funerals aren't cheap, especially African funerals. You know, that's the cost in between anything between 10 to 20k. Not being funny, not everyone's got 10 10 to 20k surplus that they want to give away. Do you see what I mean? Honestly, I know it's your loved ones. However, having these simple policies in place, you know, if you say your aunt, your uncle, you're in that 50, 60, paying that 50 pound a month, maybe a little bit more, but it's a guaranteed payout. So if you want to go for a whole of life policy, because what I tend to say, especially your mums and your dads, um, I know it might sound a bit mundane, but events were all going to be all going to pass away or called home, depending on what your belief system is. You see mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's better to have these things, tangible things, in place, so when that unthinkable thing happens, you know you're mourning, you're grieving, but then you still got to think about finances at the same time. But by having that policy in place, that helps to ease, you know, that blow from that angle. If that makes sense, you see what I mean? And don't get me wrong, obviously. The same way I say our faces are different, the same way our, our financial situation is going to be different. Mm. You, know, you might be in a time where maybe I'm in money. I might be in a time where maybe I'm, I'm lacking for money. And the same if the unthinkable happens, I'm now scratching my head about what I'm going to do. Like, I even know people whereby they've had to do um, payday loans to cover cost of funerals. I know people that have to take out loans from the bank that they're still paying as a result of funerals. You see what I mean? But by having like, a policy, you know, £20, for example, £30, whatever it is to tailor to your needs, you can get, you know, the right life insurance policy. It's not even just life insurance, I'll be honest, there's other things as well, like income protection, critical illness cover. You know, I always say, especially, um, you know, those of us that are fortunate about parents, you know, here alive, make sure if they've got an insurance policy, they should check, check out their policy. And I'll give you a true story from the show the wealthy. Mm-hmm. So I remember there was a, um, a lady that goes to my church. So I was talking about insurance. She said, like, yeah, my man's got insurance. I said, okay, look, let me review your man's policy. He said, no, nah, it's good, it's covered, it's fine, it's fine. I said, all right, cool. Just do this for me. Because obviously I've got a good relationship with you. Just call up the provider that she's with and just ask for the policy documents and then look for the, um, the payout and then when it expires. And that way you know for a fact that what you think your man has is what your man has. All right, I kid you not. She went and done that. She called me and she said, right, EJ, my man could have collapsed. Because her policy is going to expire in five years' time. But in five years' time, if she doesn't pass the witness, if she was to pass me in five years' time, they're only going to pay her out 2K. But oh, they wow. thought it was a 20K payout. Right. So okay. check your policies. If your mom's got an insurance, if your man's got insurance, tell them to check the policies. Mm. That's mad. That is mad. I think this is this is it as well, especially for someone like me as well. I never kind of look back at, you know, my information and my details and all that kind of stuff when it comes to stuff like this, you mm-hmm. know? So, I mean, for someone like me as well, like, I would just, just, 
ignore it and think, okay, cool, I'm just putting my money in a month's time and I'm just ignoring everything. But when you actually read into the fine lines of things, it's like, bro, like, you just get shocked, you get surprised, you know? So I think it's just important for people to be very much so more, like, more cautious with, you know, things that they do in terms of, like, you know, taking up policies and so forth. And, and I feel like, again, then it's not, it's more so of actually, like you said, educating yourself still regardless because even though, yes, you've got a life insurance, don't get it just because someone's told you it's good to get. You know what I mean? You have to get it knowing full well what exactly your package covers you for. Otherwise, it's pointless. You know what I mean? And you know what's so funny? I even do something, you could even call it tedious, but in the end of any consultation that I have, I always say to my clients, okay, I know this is what put in place for you, but you tell me, what have you got I wanted to cover you for? Mm. The reason why I do that is because if, I, if you can relate it back to me, number one, it's definitely obviously it's, it's penetrating and it's, and it's resonating in your mind. Number two, you can then relate it back to someone else. It's oh, this is what I've got. You see what I mean? And then I always say to my clients, once I've obviously sorted out your policy, the documents will come in the past within ten between seven to ten working days. When you receive your documents, make sure you go over them to make sure everything's correct. That way that's another way that you read it, okay, yeah, you've got a mention of this is what I'm covered for. And it's just there you can store it in your files. Whereas the mistake some people make is they may talk to whoever they talk to on the phone or they on, on with the bank or whoever it is, and the guys, you've got insurance in your bank. Yeah, you need to go and see an advisor because, yeah, with the banks, they can, only, they can offer you unlimited services. They can't give you that the additional add-ons that actually make your insurance policy more, more what I call bulletproof or more airtight. Mm-hmm. So there are limitations there, and they can only offer you one provider, whereas someone like myself have access to all the market. So there's a lot of things you need to be looking out for, and, and questions that you need to be asked, especially when you want a consultation with an advisor. But um, I kind of lost my train of thought, actually. But now, the main thing I was going to say in the nutshell is that when it comes to taking on insurance policies, I would say speak, speak with an advisor, especially someone that's a specialist in their field. No, that's good, man. That's good. I think this is the best way to kind of educate our people as well, to be fair, actually. Um, and, you know, the fact that you have been able to kind of, you know, spread your word and so forth is amazing as well. Um, I just wanted to um, quickly ask, um, how did you end up getting into um, this field of work exactly? Like, what led you to this? Um, um, sociology in, in uni or 
yeah, 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 yeah. self. He was yeah, going to say about yeah, self. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Surprise because I'm black. <laughs> come on, that's the first thing, man. Come on, man. Period. Yep. 
Hundred percent, and even corporate, non corporate, goes to you because, bruh, like I said, this week has been hell for me. It hasn't been great, and work is one of the reasons why. And I've been in contact with my union about some stuff that's been happening. So, yeah, <laughs> it's it's real, and it, you realize when you're in these situations, when you know that your your talent or the reason why you're in this industry is um is un- it's explained by what you actually do, and you also play them at their game in regards to your terminology, the way you speak, your mannerisms. There's no way that you can lose, like, you know what I mean? Like, you you kind of have to play them at their, own, at their own game in order to to get them to get out, out 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 of it what you really want for yourself, like, and not pull up to the typical. Okay, yeah, cool. Yes. I know this person was going to be like this, or I knew he was going to be like this. This is why you don't get employed. Blah blah blah. And then that is what fuels the negative self fulfilling prophecy even further. Sometimes, you mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is that the expect? Oh, mm-hmm. You know, I was gonna, I, I was just gonna say, like, you know, it's like, you know, that. They've already got a perception of obviously how they think we are. And it's mm-hmm. like they want us to fulfill it by, you know, doing all these things. And, you know, it's it's not nice. It's, <laughs> it's not, just not nice at all. But I guess for you on your journey, like going from the science side of life to towards the more corporate, I guess you kind of, in yourself, you kind of knew, okay, cool. My skills are very transferable. Like I know what I'm doing. And then the, you lot came to me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I know I'm very capable of what I can do. Don't try and make it seem like I can't, you know? Yes. And, and, and let me, let me, let me run, let me run up. And so it's funny because I, I just do it for now. I always say to everyone, to us, anyone, the young men that I'm in, so no matter what, make sure you believe in your source because if you believe in your source, don't get take away, take that away from you. So obviously now, fast forward now, so, um, you're not just putting me in special measures, but I said that my, that, that email, that my terminology, had several meetings, basically in a nutshell, I basically left the company, but I got three month payout. But my thing was like, I, I didn't want to risk sending you guys to tribunal, and then uh, you're out of time, and I had the money for the lawyer costs, so I had to do like 100. So I was like, no, let me leave my three months then, call it quick. <laughs> yeah, literally. Left <laughs> 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 my three months, let's just be real, left with my three months paid up, got to a new company, but I went to this new company, I said, no, I want to leave my straight away. I said, no, I think my, my tenure, tenure in, in this industry is coming to an end. But I'm like, what, what, do, what do I go? Because like, this is what I know. And I don't want to go back to the labs. That's for me. That's redundant. Can't do that. It's mundane. Can't do it. Mm. Um, cool. And then just by chance, one of my friends, and it's one of my good friends, he says, you know what, age, you can talk to anyone. Like, you, your mannerism is the way you are. You're a people's person. You're a people of, you're a people of the people. So, you know, I know this lady, and she works in the financial services. And I said, do what? He said, oh, she buys an insurance. I was like, sure. What, what can I do related to insurance? What's, what's, what's the correlation? So I've done the economics at AS for a bit and, and I dropped out, but I liked it. But <laughs> and he was like, no, no, come, 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 come. Let's, 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 I want to take some meetings. Let's have a conversation. Take from there. Had a conversation about what she does. And I said, where, where resonated with me? I'm like, you know what? To be fair, I do see both family pages, you know, and I hear about people shopping at funerals. And I said, you know what? I, I, know, I know a lot of people. A lot of people know me. I said, yeah, let me see. Let me see what I know. So... Nothing to lose. Went for the interview again, nothing to lose. And then, um, by chance, my, my, the Dallas director was a black man. So I really, I'm thinking, right, oh, okay, representation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, for real, I, for real. I saw he ticked that box for me. So I asked him, so how old are you to meet me? So I think at the time I got in, I think I'm 32. So I'm thinking, I'm not 32. Wow, okay, I'm not 32. Well, 29, it's my age old. So, all right. And with me, because I'm, I'm, I'm a watchman, so I looked at his watch, I thought, okay, you know, that's a nice watch. You look young, you look good. Okay, you know, it's making sense. And I said, okay, do no asking. Go to see what, what, what did you do to your watch? He said, I can't have been in for 10 years. He used to say he used to work in the Barclays Bank. But we realized for him, he, he's called not to, to basically be a worker, but to be a boss. Mm. I said, okay. So I'm going to talk about I'm the kind of books I read, like, you know, Mastery, Four Laws of Power, mm. you know, that's, the, that's my kind of thing. So I'm hearing him say that, I'm like, okay. So, okay, what, what do I need to do to, to do well in the industry? So, it's the three things that I ask is to stay humble, stay low, and stay committed to, to the business. So, I said, okay, I, I like some of that. And then he was very big about community, very big about empowering um, other black people in, in trying to get into the, um, into the um, financial services, in terms of insurance, because he said that many of us, it's, it's a very predominantly heavy influx full of black nothing. It is what it is. We're in the UK, mm-hmm. we make up 3%, so it is what it is. But he said he, he will see it to you to get as many black people into this industry as possible. So as we're talking, 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 got me to um, you know, do like a, track, like a sales pitch, which is fine, whatever. Done that now, took on the training course, passed it. But I learned so much in the training course. I was like, wow, I wish this is what I went to do from, from uni. Mm. And being on this role, don't even need a degree. Like, he, he, he 
decir, ni buen chino, ni mata, ¿no? Pa' irse de chino, no compibra. Tengo que ir a la zona de los niños, que es lo mejor. Sabes, ahora, cuando no te chino, me tienes que pagar, si no, 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 And for me, that Alicia, I'm elevating the role, I'm managing a team, you know, I, I look after a lot of businesses now, I've developed a lot of clients, and there's been so many people doing this role. It's almost like, for me, I'm like, I wish this way I'd done from a young age, but I guess what I learned in those obstacles of the pharmaceutical industry has set me up for what mm. I'm doing now, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, 100%. I think it's really good that you've been able to kind of, you know, get the skills you needed to do for this particular role as well. Because, I mean, you know, knowing you, I know that you're, you seem to be quite happy in your role as well. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, despite all, like, you know, the negativity that you've had from previous, you know, bosses and so forth as well, you do seem quite content with what you're doing as well. And you're very knowledgeable with what you do as well. So, you know, big up yourself for that. <laughs> Definitely. No, I think it's I think it's really good that you've been able to kind of, you know, excel in something like this because even when we had our meeting, you literally taught me. Do you get where I'm coming from? And, and whatnot. And that's, my, and, that's, and that's my thing. That's the that. I'm not... I think there's a perception in when it comes to say people in insurance or just anything related to insurance that if you are you're a salesman you had to sell and I always say look you see me I'm not I don't sell it I'm, I advise that's why I'm glad what you said my brother because when I spoke to you I came broke down everything to the team so any conversation I have I explain everything because my thing someone can sell to you but then you six months online you're like why the hell do I have this policy you don't even know what it is but someone can actually break it down and, and that way it can penetrate your mind chances are you're going to relate that information to someone else change someone else's life does that make sense yeah it's the same way it says my people perish it's a lack of knowledge you know mm. and that's, that's something you touched upon as well my brother whereby because we have this information um, present to us we're going around making the same mistakes but if you go and research like things regarding um, insurance you can see our counterparts they use um, insurance as means to get ahead as means to transfer generational wealth as means to set up businesses you know if even if you research like American history such as black American history a lot of Americans, black millionaires, come as a result of having their own insurance companies. Mm, God, 100%, yeah, 100%. They, don't teach, they don't teach us these things. Yeah, no, I, I definitely hear you on that, man. It's crazy because... I don't understand why stuff like this is not in our um, curriculum, if I'm honest with you. Um, it's quite annoying because it's like, raw. why is it that... As we're getting older, we're only finding about these stuff now when it really should have been taught to us um, from young. Um, speaking of young... Um, I also kind of wanted to touch upon school because, believe it or not, we actually went to the same school, um, <laughs> which is crazy. And it's mad because I don't know, I, I definitely remember you, but I don't know if you remember me because obviously I think I would have been like year seven and you would have been like, what, year 11 or something like that, isn't it? Or something like Yes, that's correct. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, exactly that. So, yeah, that was that's that's crazy. You see how the world works. Um, I just kind of wanted to ask you as well, actually. Um, from school, from college, uni, like, how would you say, like, your time being in that school, college, uni, what was that like for you? And I guess what have you kind of learned from, you know, being in, in those educational environments? was how to pass an exam. I didn't learn life. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't learn what I need now. I, I didn't learn about interest rate. I didn't learn about compound interest. I didn't learn about um, what APR means. I didn't, I didn't learn about um, interest. I didn't learn about stocks. I didn't, I didn't, things that I actually needed, how to get a mortgage, how to get a property, how to, how to make an entrepreneur or how to create a business. We're not taught that. We're taught, believe it or not, going into these, some of these state schools, we're just taught how to be employees. That's what it is. What it is. And, Obviously, going to the school, we went to, I don't know what to say to the and no that's literally where it was i'm not even joking and it's funny because even when i done certain subjects i'm looking back like why did i even bother do that for do you get what i'm coming from it makes mm. no sense do you know what i mean but it really just been would have been good if there was like you know an aspect of actually like you know obtaining life skills or yeah. something of the sort. do you know what is yeah i think for me because i work in a school now yeah and i see how school was from before School is a business. It's not made to make us become the greatest people yes. that we can possibly become. And I feel like you only ever get to those places where you're taught valuable life experiences when you have an individual or an adult in your life who is in that school, who is operating on their own passions of wanting to help the next generation of kids. Other than that, 
school is a business. There's a structure. There's a curriculum. It will not change, unfortunately. And I feel like it's just declining and getting worse because even children themselves are realizing. I don't like what am I learning in this school? Like I, I get the whole side of you know your professionalism and learning mannerisms and all this other stuff, but like you said, that's just to make you an employee, not to make you a boss or a leader in your own right. You know what I mean? You see, that's that's one valuable lesson. That's true. That's definitely true. Because you can't be waking up, coming to school late in your eleven. I think you can go late to work on your on your first your first job. Like it yeah. won't work that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So again, those things are are there. But then again, I also realize as kids and being as young as we were. I really don't feel like our mindsets were really developed enough to hold that information in all honesty. Some of us wouldn't have been able to, to listen to it. We wouldn't have been able to process it. And that would have been, it would have felt like doing maths. Like you see how we feel about school in that regard. Like why am I learning this? What's it going to do for me? A lot of people, a lot of us would have felt like that about these topics if we was taught in school. So it's a, it's a double edged sword for some, to some degree. But I guess the fact of it being taught should always be there. So yeah. yeah. as well and again like I said because I work in a school I've realised it takes it takes having the person who's in charge to want that to be the vision or they they need to want to have a cohesive community otherwise it's more so of grades and attendances and figures and facts that's what schools literally are consistent of unless it's someone who has a genuine passion for kids being the best version of themselves like so it's a tricky one but then I feel like going through school and then not learning those things made me realise how much we ourselves need to teach ourselves as well. And I feel like we need to also hold that responsibility and accountability for that because we can't expect to be, life to just be given to us. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, it's for us, as, as well as is, we already have to work twice as hard. Um, but we also need to be able to make sure we educate ourselves as well so we can equip ourselves with the correct things so that we can further our upbringing in life as adults as well. I'm in, full, I'm in full agreement with that, man. For rules, for rules. Um, what I was going to say to you, EJ, as well, just to kind of get to know you a little bit more as well, um, I was just going to mention, in terms of, like, yourself and your upbringing, how would you say that your upbringing was um, growing up and, and so forth? How would you say that was for you? Um, do you know what? I, I like that's a good question. It's, it's, it's crazy. At the time, I didn't appreciate it, but I, w- I would definitely say looking back on it now, I, I did have a good upbringing. My, my, to be fair, anyone that knew me growing up, my dad, that man was a strict man. Mm. Brother, you know? like, <laughs> like, and, and it's mad because even though my dad was strict, I still chilled with a lot of the naughty boys in the area, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like, I, 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 maybe if they took things 10 steps too far, 
I might only do three steps. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm going yeah. as far as there because I knew I'm going to have to back out. Yeah. <laughs> he's, and he's waiting. Do you know what I mean? And he's waiting. <laughs> <laughs> he's waiting for you, boy. And it's mad. I, 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 I hated it. I remember like, back in the day, like, obviously, growing up, that like, when I got back, when I got to the shops and stuff like that, and I got to leave to go home early, and I'm like, oh. And then the man they were laughing, you know, X-Files. You know when you're younger, you're younger. Yeah, 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 no, exactly. But, but I'm thankful because when I actually process a lot of, not, not to make it a whole cliche thing, whatever, but a lot of my friends that actually grew up within the area, a lot of them are actually in prison right now. When I deep it. Okay. And even though I understand, even some of my friends are about, maybe they've, they've done what they've done, and by God's grace, they've performed. Like, when we talk about reasons, I'm like, oh, like, he's like, so you know, my dog was my shit, but I can't lie, but it makes sense to look at you now. Mm. And at the time, you're not, you're not, not appreciating, you're not really thankful, but seeing that like, deep in it now, you're thankful. At the time, trust me, I was not thankful. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely said, I think I'm going to have my money back. I'm going to have my money back. Everything they could. And I think for me, my dad, was a, my dad was a man of few words, but what I saw from my dad kind of installed into me hard work and being a provider, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There was, there was a time when my mum became really sick and she couldn't work. And I was like, wow, I've seen my dad work nine hours. And I think for me, that kind of instilled into me what effort. Does that make sense? But now my whole thing is, okay, work hard. I said, I'm very even working smart, but you have to work hard as well. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I think mm. a lot of our family members, especially Africans, Caribbeans, if it came, if it came into the hard work in the world, they win all day long. But unfortunately, hard work, hard work don't always bring the money. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You see what I mean? So I think now our generation, we're about to think we're improving it now. We are getting these higher paid jobs, you know, 60K plus, 100K plus. You see what I mean? And then now people that are getting properties, people starting up businesses, maybe mm-hmm. at the time, but maybe our parents weren't accessible to these things. Yeah. But now, because I think, especially with the world, with the world wide web, people being in certain positions, we're, we're trying to bring other people through. You're looking at people that are competent in their field, who can we collaborate with? And something I'm a firm believer on is having a power circle. Mm. And what I mean, I guess to those that don't know what that is, it's looking at who's around you and not listening to use people. No, no, it's the thing whereby who do you know that's in your midst and your circle that has maybe some nuance or some form of um, expertise that maybe you can you can pally with and you guys can exchange services. Mm. So I, I use me, for example, I, I'm in the financial services. So I'm, I'm working as, as a wealth management and for a wealth management company, I can get your business, say, an X amount loan for, to do whatever you need to do. Or even like this is result of the coronavirus business interruption loan, my company offers that. So I had people that had businesses that needed that, so I'd be writing that for them. I've even got friends that open up businesses that need public liability, fresh indemnity, they come mm-hmm. to me for that. I know say if I'm if I've got maybe a, if I need a legal dispute, I would know who I'm gonna call, who I'm gonna contact. Even if say for example I need a handyman, I know who I'm gonna call. Mm-hmm. In terms of having that, that power circle people that you can go to back and forth and exchange services is how we get ahead because believe it or not, if you put demographs, that's what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep it, keep everything in house. Everything's always in house. Yeah. Literally. I think it's, do you know what it is? I think it's just good that, you know, again, with the knowledge that you know and everything like that, you've just been able to just keep going on with it and just telling everyone what you know. Do you get what I mean? And, and I think in this world, it's about who you know as well, not mm. just about what you know, it's about who you know. And networking is a very powerful thing out in the streets as well. So 100%, it's good that you can obviously, you know, do that. Um, what I wanted to um, quickly ask you as well, obviously you was um, speaking, you know, about your dad being strict and so forth. Um, obviously, I'm aware that you're also a family man yourself as well. Yes. And I'm also, am I also correct in saying that you've um, just also had a um, recent newborn as well? Yes. Yes. So congratulations. Congratulations. The family's getting big, man. <laughs> Listen, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, it's good, man. In it, in it, literally. Do you know what it is? I think the fact that you know um, you are a father yourself as well. I think that's also kind of like a really interesting thing to also know about you as well. Because I mean, I know that you obviously your children are young and so forth as well. But I mean, it's like you're also kind of just you know, in a sense, kind of preparing them as well for you know the bigger world and so forth. I mean. I just wanted to quickly ask, like, Ron, like, what is it like being a dad, exactly? Do you know what? I'm not trying to give you the, the, the cliche response, but for me, it's the best thing ever for me. I'll be, I'll be so wrong. I think this being, being tossed around to, to raise these, these young children and, and mold them into, I mean, they're prepared to go into society, it's, yes, it's, they say heavy, heavy is the head, for example, it doesn't have the crown, but I think for me, it's just, 
it's a privilege to say that I'm, I'm their dad and I think for me mm. I want to show them what it truly means to be a man and a black man you know for me I've got a son I've got two daughters and I'm a firm believer in my drastic life all over them you know mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're great you're amazing I wish someone thought like you're beautiful you're pretty you're smart you're intelligent but when she grows up hearing these things and believe it or not you hear especially you know for us that we more friends maybe their parents or their dads particularly didn't say these things to them and you hear about that um the dad complex, you know, maybe dad wasn't around, but dad didn't say certain things, and I saw that mm-hmm. X, Y, Z, or whatever it is. And for me, I always made that constant decision that I want to make sure that my daughter doesn't go and say, my dad's going to do X, Y, Z, or dad should. And obviously, we're still humans, we're still done as we go along, but for me, I try to make that conscious effort to make sure that I pour life into them, I spend time with them, you know, that. Mm. and then, even like, if my daughter wants to do her drawings, and she wants to like, draw around my hand, I'm, just, I'm just there to be dad, to just show what I mean. Yeah. At the same time, I still pour into them, you know. Even my son, I tell him, you know, you're a young king. And he's just probably from his own daddy, daddy. But I'm just so, so, <laughs> it's day, it, it's, it becomes a routine. Mm. You know, even little things like, you know, praying to go and eat at that table. Because we didn't grow up, I didn't really have that. Like, we had a table, we didn't really eat. It was almost like, okay, yeah, you do your thing, you do your thing. I said, no, do you know what? I want us to eat together. The fact that it's so simple like that mm-hmm. it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just trying to instill certain mindsets and ideology. But believe it or not, children are so intellectual oh, definitely and they're, spo- and they're sponges mm-hmm. yeah, every, yeah literally they absorb so much so for me I'm just making sure that I'm just, you know, trying, to, trying to be a, a great representation to them you know that whereby they just see dad like even it's so funny my daughter like when I go to work like on Friday at work it's dressed on Friday so she's like oh dad needs a dress down and she's only three, she's not even four yet. I'm like, the fact that you, you know that it's dressed down Friday, it's, I'm like, so what else is it that you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, even, even on the odd occasion on the Saturday, I go into the office, just, just check them, just check, like, lose them and turn up my admin. Said, are you going, are you going to do the admin today? <laughs> wow. A whole it's hero. Just, wow. You lot are doing good, boy. <laughs> Literally. I'm trying, but not, not, well, not my son, he, he is cool, that boxy, you know, old days when he gets older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's mad, especially you obviously having a son as well. I'm pretty sure you could just think you probably just think to yourself, Wow, like this is literally a mini me. Like it's actually mad. And um, um, No no no, go on, go on. No, honestly, I think for me as well, having a having a son, maybe I have this discussion with a lot of other friends of mine that have sons. I think the thing for me is it's, a, it's a, obviously it's a great blessing. I think the only thing that sort of plays my mind about okay, I have a son. In, in the UK so you know there's already done the perception of a black man or X, Y, Z it's just for me it's my thing okay let me make sure that I, I raise my son in the way whereby he knows who he is you know, he doesn't feel insecure to maybe have to you know, do certain things or he seems to be in a certain light because believe it or not let's be honest like it makes him went to the same school so growing up in that area you know that that whole macho or that whole prideful that whole you know getting involved in or being something to X, Y, Z yeah mm-hmm. it, 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 Yeah. Definitely did. When you, when you deep it, you think that's normal to be in between the age of 14 to 18, but people getting stabbed or people getting killed. That's normal. I remember, I'm not going to lie to you, I remember going bus station morning time, yeah, and I'm talking school probably starting at like what? what 8.30 8.45 and there's beef happening at 8 o'clock in the morning right or like a Wednesday morning or something like that do you get what I mean and I'm like hold on don't we not have anything better to do like do you no get what I mean like your parents let you leave the house to go you know just to go fight if they and knew what you was doing <laughs> yo it's mad Yeah, 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 yeah. Some areas you go through, you're thinking, okay, if I'm by myself, it could be long to go through past this school, go through this area, go through this area. And you're thinking, what the hell? And even times are by, say, you're on the bus, you just come up and you're like, oh, I'm going to go back, I'm going to go back to that person. But even that's not normal. Yeah. Whereby your heart's doing part potential, you're like, okay, like, oh, right, oh, my God, okay, okay. But then you say, if I'm, if I'm with my ones now, and they're the ones doing the, um, the naughtiness, it's again, it's just programming. Mm. You see, I mean, it's almost like the prey being the prey and the victim being the victim, or the prey becoming the victim, the victim becoming the prey. You see, what I mean, it's, it's kind of, that's a cycle that happened kind of growing up if you're from a certain 
environment. You see what I mean? Yeah, no, this is it. She's now talking to other people. Like, like, for example, when I was in a corporate environment and just talking about certain things, I'm like, you're too horse riding. Yeah, say what? Yeah, I can't relate. What does that even mean? Like, <laughs> can't relate. Yeah, going up to Devon or wherever you're going to them, like, these times I'm from the council estate. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, bro. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I think for, for me, it's sort of like trying to do better, you know, and this, every generation trying to elevate and take it to the next level for, for their loved ones. So yeah, no, of course, man, of course, of course. Um, I mean, even you know, coming from, you know, school times, I know for a fact that, you know, us as men, we've definitely elevated a lot, you know, since then. And, you know, we've kind of, I'm pretty sure, you know, life experiences from then till now, we've been able to kind of go through, you know, things and learn, you know, our lessons and so forth. I just wanted to ask. So say, for instance, you, you going through like mental challenges and so forth. How would you yourself actually kind of, um, deal with them or cope with mental challenges that you um, go through? Great question. I think for me, the first, I think the first thing was to just almost kind of just debunk, demystify everything that I thought was the right way to be growing up. Does that make sense? I think mm. things that I was, I was taught or seen from the older guys in my area, that's just bollocks, like, excuse my language. That's just yeah. like, as far as it's easy to say, no. Because even when I talk to some of the older guys now, um, you know, they've seen what I'm doing and I'm not I'm proud of you, X, Y, Z, you know, obviously coming from X, Y, Z to doing what you're doing now, it's big. And they see some of my friends that I grew up with, like, doing that are doing well as well. It's kind of like, right, like, we actually made it through. But it's like, my dad, to me, it's so difficult for us to get to that. And I think for me, it's almost like, having not being afraid to talk. Mm. You know, I think before, it's, it's seen as a taboo, especially being a man, to talk about X, Y, Z. I'm not saying, oh, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you've got one or two you can confide in, you know, that, that for me that goes a long way. The people that can go to for wise counsel, you know. And, and I think, you know, there's a saying whereby it says um, a problem shed is a problem heart, right? Yes, mm-hmm. that's correct. And how many how many people can actually know even speak up I'm 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 a, I'm a spiritual believer, so I believe in Jesus Christ. So my whole thing is just um, I believe in prayer, I believe in meditation, I believe in fasting, these things that are, that help me, you know. And there's some people that I know that are wise or people that know more than me that I can go to for sound advice. Because I always say you can be a specialist in what you do, but you can't know it all. Mm. Does, that, does that make sense? Oh, I'm yeah. like, no, I can go to people where I can just, even if it's just fair, then, you know, someone that can tell me X, Y, and Z and just listen. Sometimes we just want to listen, just be listened to. And then because if it's just living in London, it can be so fast paced, you don't even have time to yourself. Yeah. You know? Like even, even a simple thing is getting a massage, like, I never forget the, the first thing I got massaged and the masseuse is like, oh, you've got a lot on your mind, isn't it? I said, how do you know? They don't say about the whole knots and exercise, mm. just knock it up. It's even just like taking that health, health and well-being, like, you know, getting the regular massage that comes a long way, believe it or not. You know, even just, um, just taking time just to be still, having you time. Yeah. You know, when was the last, last time you had you time? You know, and, mm-hmm. and I think there's certain things that we need to be more conscious of. Maybe that means it sounds so silly, I think I like, I like the practical thing. It means you put in your diary every day, half an hour, just me time. Because mm. we can get so consumed with emails upon emails or phone calls. Because everyone's trying to be honest. If you're a master sheet, you're trying to, I'm trying to chase the bag, get the bag, whatever you're trying to do, you're trying to achieve something, right? Go but we can be so consumed and overwhelmed by these things that I've, I know guys have had mental breakdowns as a result of that. Mm. You see, I mean, because it's almost that, that, that how even social media plays a part, you know, and how the world is programmed about as men we seem to go out to be providers or XYZ or we seem to want to be in competition with other men or competition with yourself and it's almost it can become overwhelmed. Mm. But I think, like I said before, this who's your wise counsel. You know, who do you go to if, if, if things aren't going well? Mm-hmm. Who do you go to when things are going well? Do you celebrate the small wins? Do you celebrate the big wins? I'm, I'm a fan of any, any time I have any form of success, whether it be a promotion, whether it is, whether it's, I've, I've done said that at that point, like, you know, that went really well. I'm celebrating it. You know, like life is too short. We've seen, you know, people that thought, you know, 2020, we've got COVID's come here, they've sat back, back, back. We've lost people. And it's basically, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just, we have to celebrate, you know, we have to celebrate our wins. Right? Yeah, man. That's just my, my, that's just my look on it. Yeah, no, that's good, man. That's good. I think that's that's quite a good way of obviously trying to look at things as well, yeah. to be fair. Because as you know, especially, you know, being 
um, you know, a black man in London, um, but just a black black man in general. Um, you know, we don't really kind of like, you know, put out our emotions and, you know, not a lot of us are vulnerable. And when it does come to, you know, having these mental challenges, some people actually do not know what to do. So it's just really interesting to know exactly how people kind of cope with, you know, um, certain pressures when it comes to them and so mm. forth, you know? Um what I wanted to also ask as well, especially because you obviously, you know, being a very busy man yourself, you know, you're working, you're also a family man, you've got your kids, you've also got your wife as well um, and whatnot. Like, how do you manage all of this at once? How do you balance? Because, bro, like, you are literally up and down all around, like, literally. So how would you, like, how would you kind of, like, manage yourself and your time and your, you know, self-love to yourself and whatnot? Like, how would you manage all of that? Telling you before, and you know, before you know it, your children are literally going to be in the same predicament that you was once in as well. Like mm-hmm. you know, that whole primary school transition, the secondary school pr- transition, college, uni, all of that. Do you get me? So yeah, like you said, before you know it, that time's gonna go quick. Literally, like you know, it's mad as well. And I, I feel like you you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned um, being in the situation, having a family. Um, you don't really. S- tend to see it as like a chore to be around or like an annoyance for something to happen or an inconvenience. It's like, no, this is, this is actually life and this is what it is now. And it's about, and I keep saying, cause I, when I speak to my son, I see this, I'm like, a lot of the things we go through in life, like we don't, it doesn't necessarily go away. All we do is we manage things better. So we manage how much attention we give to our family. We manage, we manage how much attention we give to ourselves. And it's about being mindful of these little things because that's ultimately what creates that little bit of, internal happiness within us because it is kind of like a, a, a switch in a way but again it's how you manage it you know so I feel like this that's given me a good bit of um, insight towards you and how you handle stuff and even being able to try and implement that into my own self because some of the life stresses that we come across 
is a life stress. We don't, it's not necessarily our lives. Some people make it their lives. You know what I mean? Whereas when you, when you're attached, but also detached, you see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm getting from this. So mm-hmm. no, nah, man, it's good to hear that. Hundred percent. Also, I just wanted to um, mention the fact that you obviously you are married and you do have a wife, and the fact that you've obviously, like you said, you've got your chili- your cheerleaders for each other, and I think that is just absolutely amazing, honestly. Because there's some people that don't even have that kind of support whatsoever, and you know you've, you've got a really good, like you know, solid foundation right there as well. Do you get what I mean? So it's just really good that you, it's like you're being accountable for each other. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. One one thing I've always kind of wanted to, well, do slash have is like, you know, have like a group where we're all kind of accountable for each other. I mean, obviously, because yes. you know, I don't have a partner or everything like that. But like, you know, I think that's really important. If Even if it is that you don't have someone that you're kind of like, you know, in a relationship with, it's just always good to kind of have, even if it's a circle, or a friendship circle, yeah, where you can hold each other accountable for your for the, for the these goals for you to obtain and so forth. And yeah, it's just kind of just keeping um each other on their toes in, in a sense, you know, and I think it's really important. So, um you know, it's really good that you've, got that um sort of support man honestly it's really good um yeah so i mean obviously in terms of um like everything going on for you now like you know how would you say right now how you're feeling especially with like you know lockdown we've been in lockdown but how have you been feeling like since this whole lockdown period has like started and so forth you know what it's it's, it's mad Definitely. Just be more, more conscious in, on that angle. 
And I think, yeah, just, I think the one thing I started well, I, I was being health conscious and I can't lie, it kind of went bare shape. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we have all no, been there, one. bro. We have all been there. You know what, today, yeah, I was, I was actually at my, at my rooftop of my flat and I was sitting there reflecting, I was like, you haven't ran in, so, yeah, but when was the last time you sweat? Like, I had to think about it, like, I don't move, <laughs> I don't do, sweat. like, bruh. And I used to go gym, like, five times a week, so now I'm just sitting there like, Fam, you don't even you don't even do nothing. Like you don't move. Like how on this is so unhealthy, fam. I can't wait for gyms to open. Like two weeks, life is changing. It's probably running down my stairs. Real talk. Mine's probably running up to the rooftop. You know what I That is a joke. But you know what? Regardless, you've been able to obviously kind of you know put yourself in a position where you know you're being probably a lot more creative with yourself within this lockdown and so forth. Um, you're obviously still, you know, working and so forth and you're still kind of being stimulated and do you get what I mean? Like, and I feel like, you know, this time people have obviously used it differently and it's really good that you've been able to kind of utilise it in that way as well. Do you get what I'm coming from? Yeah, so, I think it's really, it's really good to highlight um, the fact that you've become more selfless. Like you said, you mentioned, you've become more invested in your friends and, and checking up on those. Like, that's a lot of things. That's one thing that many people haven't been able to do because a lot of people have been more focused on themselves. So to be able to be more mindful of how others are living and thinking and feeling, commend you for that one. Because it, it's, people are always like checking your friends, but it goes over their heads. They feel like sometimes just a little message is okay, but you generally have to be like, now what is really up? Like, how are you really? Because it's so easy to, and so it's so okay to just be like, yeah, I'm cool, I'm great. Well, how are you? Like, that's generic conversation. Everyone's mm-hmm. used to those responses. So if you say that, no one's going to be like, oh, you're lying or tell me more. No one really does that. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's good to highlight that because... I feel like we do need to be more mindful of our, our, our people around us and their mindsets and how they're thinking and feeling because, yeah, this this lockdown has shown you, like, people's... You can never just predict or assume someone's going to be okay, you know? 100%. No, 100 But no, I think, yeah, it's just been amazing um, knowing that, you know, we've got people around us that will be able to check up on us and so forth. So it's good, man. So... Big up yourself for that, EJ, man. Honestly, thank you. Yeah, bro. Like, honestly, like, really, really appreciate you coming on. And um, before we get going, I wanted to ask you one more question. Yeah. Um, so, what are what are three questions um, that you believe should be asked when seeking life insurance or any insurance in general, or well, particularly life insurance? Make it easier. Three questions that should be asked. Yeah. Yeah. some gems that are, I'm sure our listeners and me and myself will be taken on board uh, you know what's funny as well because Fabian when he had his first initial meeting with you um, he spoke to me about life insurance and getting it and spoke to you specifically about you as well and how much information you passed on to him as well and he obviously passed information on to me um, and I've also like you know I did seek life insurance at that time and then I cancelled it because I realised I didn't get the best quote that I could have um, and see I'm now so, so I'm going to 
<laughs> say nothing. Say nothing. We'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. And and you know and you know. So I'm coming back to you. Uh, what was that? Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Trust me. You, you do your thing. I was just about to say I'm gonna be coming back to you as well, yeah, because I know. Say I had to kind of like do, um do up my thing, but you know, I say I'm gonna be coming back to you to do up my thing as well. So, <laughs> but yeah, man. Obviously, just before you go, please, please, please. How are people gonna find you? How can people get in contact with you? What's good? Yes. Let them know. Yeah. So guys, um, I've got two accounts. I've got my personal account, and I've got my business account. I don't mind you following my personal. Honestly, it is what it is. My business one though is um, staying the loop advice. So that's where obviously I talk more in depth, heavy, heavy, hardly about um, insurance. I talk about business insurance, I talk about life insurance, income protection, anything insurance protection related for saving yourself or for your business. I go heavy on that one. And my personal advice, I share an insight into my life. Because um, obviously, for those that know me, I'm into my fashion, so I, I still do a little bit of fashion blogging here and there, but I do tie it into the um, insurance, so me and wearing suits, but doing maybe a caption about insurance or whatever it is. Um, that one's EJ underscore diamond. So I've gone either, either of those um, pages. On my bio, you actually got a link whereby you can book a free consultation. And guys, we all love the word free, right? So, <laughs> 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 so anything you want to know about, say, insurance, maybe question I get asked a lot, especially about people maybe uh, or do I need insurance? And I always say that not to be mundane, we all gonna pass away at some point. Some hopefully will see like long life, you know, prosperity, but some unfortunately will pass away before their time. You want to make sure that you've got something in place just in case anything does happen. I wish just like I know we don't even touch about income protection, we just sit there insurance, they even touch about uh, private healthcare and mm. I've got like three four million people on the waiting list. Um information guys honestly is for your own benefit and so forth and you know if you didn't know something today well now you know <laughs> do you get what i mean but no ej big up yourself for obviously coming on thank you very much for just jumping on and um, thank you for obviously just you know giving our listeners the information that they need um and yeah hopefully we'll be able to obviously get you back on board and you know do a little catch up and see how you're doing in time to come and so forth and yeah that would be great 100 man and thank you for sharing thank you for opening up thank you for giving us information and just further guidance into all these layers of life <laughs> <Ironically. laughs> yeah. um but yeah man it's been a pleasure We are kings. That's what we are. Come true, you know. But um, listeners, thank you very much for listening once again. You know how we do. We'll be back again next week, giving you amazing content as we always do. Stay tuned. And on that note, it's your boy Milo. It's your boy Fabs. We out. Peace. <laughs>